Welcome to Gain That Tune. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the newly anointed king of the podcast, the August Absurdity Champion, hoisting that GTT belt. Uh, we've got the, uh, the new king of the show, Mr. Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey, and uh, you know, I'm the new king in town, so we're going to do things my way. Um, hey, uh, hey, David, how you, how you feeling? I'm feeling all right. You know what? Tired, Shut the fuck up. You know, you were king for so long, <laughs> and now you're not the fucking king. I don't want to hear a goddamn thing you say Ooh. tonight. I want you to Ooh. write down your fucking answers and then just shut the fuck up. And that's how we're going to do it. Uh, Johnny, did you get a guest for this week? Uh, no, was I supposed I told you, you son of a bitch, that I wanted to have more guests on this show, and you fucked up. Do you have any papers nearby? A newspaper I, or something? I, I, yeah. Can I you roll that up? Roll that up, please. Okay. Roll that up, please. Roll that up, please. Roll that up, please. Thank you. And I want you to hit yourself in the head with it. Harder. Thank you, you son of a bitch. Now, John? Yeah? John? What's up, man? Are you playing some kind of dumb shit like a bonus game? Uh, I mean, I, I thought at the end of the show, if we if we still had time, maybe we'd uh, maybe we'd do a bonus game. In a sixth game, we, we like to throw an extra game in there from time to time. You know what? I fucking hate surprises. Play that shit right now, Johnny. Just go right to the fucking bonus game.
Um, all right, guys. I uh, wasn't really expecting to lead off the show with this, but this is, uh, this is our bonus game for the evening. Uh, and this game features six weapons, a tranquilizer gun, shotgun, bolus, gas grenade launcher, missile launcher, and cattle prod, and features seven, seven different dinosaur enemies, as well as giant dragonflies. <laughs> guys so who's feeling great i'm feeling pretty good i'm good. the champion i feel excellent yes sir <laughs> uh john has drawn a dragonfly penis uh sadly incorrect uh let's see uh david says jurassic park trespasser um i'm not sure we'll go to the judges on that one and uh mr jesse says jurass ick park dinosaurs with butts um i have to give a point to uh to mr jesse for that one uh this is jurassic park for the snes uh sir does uh does david get a point for jurassic park trespasser uh, should he explain what that is <laughs> yeah what do you mean trespasser what's going on with that yeah. 
Am I allowed to speak or? Yeah, you can speak right now, jackass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I sh- <laughs> Damn, we're not going to be able to do this bit. <laughs> I, sh- I should not get a point because Jurassic Park Trespasser was, a, I believe, a CD-ROM game based off oh. of The Lost World and is not ah. the SNES game. So, Word. Okay, yeah, cool. And see, it, I'm, I'm sorry to have to, I don't know, like go this deep on this opening uh, opening bonus game, but this was going to be a bonus game because uh, I wasn't sure how we felt about using uh, another version of Jurassic Park. We've used Jurassic Park for the NES, uh, also developed by Ocean, uh, published by Universal, and this is the same thing but for the SNES, which means... Uh, Slightly different game, slightly different soundtrack. That's why I was going to relegate it to bonus game status. I wasn't really envisioning it leading off the show, but hey, here we are. Um, but, uh, you know, what a game, man. You know, uh, this uh, is this one of the hot properties of uh, 1993 uh, in film and uh, in game. Um, this this movie kind of took the, uh, the world by storm. Maybe you've heard of it, Jurassic Park. Um, based on the novel by Michael Crichton. Uh, similarly named Jurassic Park, of course. Um, and I remember the part in Jurassic Park, the movie, where uh, they're they're outside the T-Rex pen and the car goes over the embankment. And then instead of being just on the same ground level, the car is suddenly dangling on like a 50-foot wall. And there's giant dragonflies all over the place and Sam Neill pulls out a shotgun. That happened in the movie, right? Yeah, he shot giant dragonflies with a shotgun. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, cool. Just making sure I was remembering uh, all the parts of this movie. It's, uh, you know, there's a... There's definitely, at some point, they're launching gas grenades and using missile launchers. Uh, you know, that, that definitely happened in Jurassic Park. The point was to kill all the dinosaurs in that movie. That's how the movie ends. <laughs> well, They re-kill the dinosaurs. <laughs> I, I should probably confess, I'm going with my memory of Jurassic Park. Oh and god, he's I, never seen Jurassic Park. I was not allowed to see Jurassic Park, so I'm just going based on my own drawings and imagination of what the movie must have been like. <laughs> Why weren't you allowed to see Jurassic Park? Um, so I was taught that dinosaurs, dinosaurs and were not people part of the ark. live together at the same time. Oh you know, no. Part of creationism, and so the problem with Jurassic <sighs> Park is. They admit that dinosaurs lived long before humans, and that pr- presents some problems. You know, it does. So all of Johnny's knowledge of the movie Jurassic Park comes from the Weird Al song, where he uh, where he describes Jurassic Park from the famous, uh, famously popular Alapalooza album. Um, well, I I was allowed to have the Jurassic Park board game as a kid, and I do remember the box of that board game saying, "The movie thrilled you. This game will chill you." And, uh, <laughs> Meaning what exactly? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you have a, you do have a pretty chill time playing the Jurassic Park board game. See, I like the idea that Johnny wasn't allowed to watch Jurassic Park and instead watch the Flintstones movie. So it's like, yeah, you remember that part where Sam Neill gets the shotgun? Johnny's like. Were shotguns invented in Stone Age times? Yeah, you remember that part where Sam Neill was set up to take the fall? <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, Johnny's unfortunate upbringing aside, yeah, you know this game totally accurate to the movie Jurassic Park. Uh, you know, the game you spend a lot of time in a uh, Explorer, and then it starts raining, 
and then some shit happens around you. It's a very, very odd cinematic game. Not much gameplay to speak of. You know, honestly, it, it sucks. I, I I was really racking my brain on uh, whether or not I played this game as a kid, and I, I think, honestly, I might have overlooked playing Jurassic Park for the SNES. I, I feel like this, is, this passed me by completely, and I feel like that's good in some ways, because it was probably a really bad game and would have been a pretty bad blockbuster rental. But bad, because now I feel like if I want to go back and play it, I'm going to be severely disappointed because it's a bad movie tie-in game. Yeah, Mr. Jesse, did you play uh, any of the Jurassic Park adaptations? Uh, NES, SNES, Genesis, otherwise? I played the Genesis ones. Pretty uh, good? You could play as uh, a dinosaur in that one. See, okay, that, that probably would have taken this one over the top. This one you strictly play as Sam Neill's character, which it seems like... Yeah, in hindsight, like yes, what what everybody would have wanted is Jurassic Park in which he plays the dinosaur. Yeah, you know, that that's how you sell kids a game. Yeah, you know, but then you have to you have to do this whole Clint Eastwood flags of our fathers letters from Iwo Jima type shit where you're telling both sides of Jurassic Park in different video game forms. Yeah, you know, honestly, actually, that's kind of a good idea. Like, <laughs> you know, if they had a Jurassic Park that. You know, on SNES, that's the humans, and the Jurassic Park on Genesis, that's the you know dinosaurs, and you're telling it from both their perspectives and really bringing in some nuance to these characters, you know, these dinosaurs. I think it'd be pretty great. <laughs> like, you know, it starts out with them just being like, "Wait, why do we exist again? What the fuck? Oh no!" And then they're just being, you know, I don't know, enslaved by uh, you know Doctor Hammond and. Uh, you know, have we ever really thought about whether or not the, the dinosaurs were really the villains there? I don't think they were. I think the real villain was, uh, what's the name? David Attenborough. Human. Capitalism. Yes. Thank you, David. That's the one I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the dinosaurs did not have that thought. Hey, why are we here again? It's not like we're back a dinosaur story where they know that they were extinct and then <sighs> they're like, hey, guess what? We're back, guys. Ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, I know I the like raptors that... were clever girls and all, but they weren't that clever. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, that would have been really clever if they they brought back all the raptors, but they all had a, like uh, awareness of their own existence. <laughs> like, we oh no, be here? <laughs> yeah. Can we make them anxious? I don't quite understand. I mean, we're in the jungle, but the jungle only goes about thirty square feet, and then there's fencing. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the Hey, fucking... Larry, I found this book over here. It says something about a large asteroid. Do you know what that is? <laughs> Apparently, what? we're supposed to be dead. Yeah. Oh shit, Steve. Well, let's kill mm. these fucking. What are they called? Homo sapiens? I don't know. Yeah, they look delicious. I was gonna say they should make a Jurassic Park movie from the perspective of a few of the dinosaurs. It's basically that movie Room. Uh, with Brie Larson, um, except they're all dinosaurs. <laughs> like, <laughs> all they know is that room. They were born there, they don't know anything else, and then they get out and find the rest of the world. They start eating shit. That's how it goes. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to say a movie called The Room. It's like, no, I did yeah. not slash her. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. I did not raptor. her. <laughs> I... Oh. Goodbye. <laughs> Next game. Fuck. I want to see Jurassic Park with the voice cast of We're Back at Dinosaur Story. Like, I would like to see the T-Rex be voiced by John Goodman. Oh, I yeah. Think that would be great. Yeah. Wait, are you just quoting the uh, that movie? Is that is he in that movie? 
Yeah, John Goodman yeah, is John in. John Goodman plays the T-Rex. We're back at Dinosaur Story as the T-Rex. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Fuck that movie, though. That movie's <laughs> weird. <laughs> Did not care for that. Did not even make feature length that movie. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Jurassic Park SNES. Uh, pretty cool. Great soundtrack. Um, you know, it's another uh, another ocean uh, joint um, from a composer, what's his name, uh, that I should know. Cause, oh, good one. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Dunn, excuse me. Because uh, I was going to say, because he has my, you know, kind of my name. Uh, you know, people sometimes call me John Dunn, or they say, John, are you done? I, I can't remember. It's one or the other. Um, but yeah, this, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a movie tie-in game from the 90s, tied into a popular movie, probably moved a lot of units. Uh, you know, good soundtrack, probably should have let you play as more dinosaurs, or let you select more actors from the movie to play as. Like, Sam Neill's just fine, but I want the Jurassic Park game where you can play as Laura Dern. I want the Jurassic Park game where you can play as Samuel L. Jackson. I want at least one level in which you're playing as Wayne Knight. Um, oh, no. yes. No, whole game, John, whole game. Yeah, I just want that game. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, uh, uh. just just picture, like, an all Dennis Nedry fucking, like, Jurassic Park game for, like, the PlayStation. It's essentially Metal Gear Solid. You're having to sneak out those embryos. <laughs> but <laughs> you're just a... It could be like a Jurassic Park 0.5. Like he plays him building the system, right? And Boo, then, yeah. that idea. <laughs> he gives no. Samuel Jackson some shit. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. God, yeah, it's just some weird office simulator with him and, you know, with Dennis Nettry and Samuel Jackson just bickering with each other. Uh, like, yeah. That could, that could I told you, man, that circuit breaker was going to flip. Oh, okay. You want to come over here and program this yourself? <laughs> That could easily yeah. be the next big VR game. Easily. Yeah, David, David Attenborough comes in. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> um, no, not that. Uh, you know, also a game where you get to play as the Australian guy. Um, seriously, just like a Doom He's mod, okay. but you're just hunting, you know, raptors and getting eaten by them because they're such clever girls. It's a great idea. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. You know, I don't want to play as the kids. I don't want to play as the insurance adjuster. I'm not going to play as David Attenborough. He's got a cane. But Jeff Goldblum. See, that's what I was trying to lead to. You know, just a game, like a text-based adventure game in which Jeff Goldblum is being insufferable oh, and no. explaining chaos theory. Here you go. <laughs> you need a VR experience where you do get to play as the lawyer. That way, you get that VR first of the of the T-Rex eating you from the fucking toilet. You do need that. That's true. That needs to be a very well-done FMV. And yes, first-person style. I love the idea of a Dr. Ian Malcolm text-based game where it's just like, ah ha ha, new line, ha ha, new line, ha ha ha. Which which way is the water gonna roll off your hand? Uh uh, see, uh uh, uh. <laughs> picked up on the you know the micro abrasions in your skin. You know, press F to flirt with Laura Dern. Anyway, um, yeah, Jurassic Park's dope. And, uh, you know, this game, probably not worth revisiting, but the soundtrack is, again, why I picked it and why I was envisioning it being a bonus game uh, for tonight's show. So, uh, I, you know, Mr. Jesse, is it going to be just the normal show from here on out? Are we getting yes. things back, back yes. on track? As long as you don't fuck it up. I will do my best not to fuck it up. Thank I you. promise there's no chance that my game will fuck this show up in any way. Game one.
All right, guys. So this game's visual style is based primarily on the original TV series. The game features several voice actors from the original TV series and has new original songs from the same composer as the first movie. you all be feeling really good after that. I mean, yeah, that music was dope, but I feel great. Good. I was say, I feel good, but not about my answer. Not so good. Sir, how are you feeling? Do you have any papers nearby? And I'm going to let Johnny take care of that. All right, roll out those answers. Uh-oh. Uh... Johnny says Jurassic Park, sadly incorrect. Uh, David says Dino Saucers. Uh, might be on the right track. And uh, Mr. Jesse has written Dinosaurs. Um, sadly incorrect. Ah, uh, man. I just realizing how bad I'm going to get shit for this pick. This, uh, this is a little game I downloaded back when I first got my PlayStation 4. This is uh, a licensed game uh, developed by Platinum. Oh, uh, fuck. 
starring some of your favorite cartoon uh, robots in disguise. This is Transformers Devastation. Yep. It's, uh... Man, what a game, this Transformers Devastation. I was uh, pumped when I discovered this game existed. I, I can't even... I can't remember if I got this for free on PlayStation Plus or if I just saw it in the PlayStation Store and it's like, like, well, I get that. Like, are you kidding me? A, a beat-em-up starring the goddamn Transformers? You, you know, that's my shit right there. And it's the... It's like the G1 Transformers? I don't know all these... These new iterations of the Transformers. I want a cool, slick-ass, cell-shaded, platinum games beat-em-up where you're playing as Optimus Prime, voiced by old-ass Peter Cullen. Uh, and then, you know, you got your, your boy Bumblebee in there. I think he plays Ratchet. But the reason I obviously picked it tonight, uh, you know, you get to play this game as Grimlock, baby. Uh, this game's got Dinobots in it. And that is just my shit. I, uh, I love that Grimlock. He is, uh, he's great. Um, David, you seem a little upset at this pick, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to throw you a good, uh, good question. How do you feel about Grimlock? I feel great about Grimlock. Um, good. I'm not upset at this pick. I'm upset at myself for not getting this pick. <laughs> True that. Um, cause yeah, David, this seems like a game made for you. Uh, you haven't by chance played any of Transformers Devastation, have you? I have not, sadly, no. Damn, dude. That's too bad, because uh, it seems right up your alley. It's, again, a Platinum I mean, Games beat-em-up starring the Transformers. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, this was one of those games when it came out, I was like, Oh, that looks awesome! And then I looked at my Wii U and I just kind of cried. Yeah, no, that was too bad. That, you know, I, I kind of lucked out. I, you know, I, I never envisioned myself even buying a PlayStation. And then, obviously, the thing that swayed my uh, buying of that was uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, Five: Phantom Pain. And uh, turns out that was a mistake to have bought a whole system and play that game. But hey, as long as I was here, I might as well download some other stuff. And yeah, this was, uh, this was a good pickup. Um, I would recommend you picking it up today, but it's been delisted and has no sign of coming back because Activision's licensing deal with Hasbro expired. So that kind of sucks. I realize now I can't even be talking about this as like, I recommend this game. Like, there's no point in recommending this game. You can't have it. <laughs> like, this game came and went. Um, kind of like it came and went when I played it. This game also, motherfucking short. I, you know, I re-downloaded this game because I was like, man, did I ever beat that game? I played that for a little while there. And I downloaded it and reloaded my data. And yes, I beat this game in six hours. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this game ain't, it ain't long, man. It's fun while it lasts. Uh, you know, it's nothing mind-blowing. Again, it's just a hack-and-slash beat-em-up. You're playing as Transformers. you got some light attacks, heavy attacks. you got a special attack for each one. If you're playing as the Autobots, which you, you know, obviously are, you get to do a vehicle attack. If you're playing as Grimlock, you get to do a dinosaur attack, uh, which is dope, because you just chomp other things in your jaws and swing them around and body slam them and shit. I, I definitely hate myself for not playing a game featuring something called a dinosaur attack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, when that prompt pops up on screen, it just makes you smile, man. Like, you know, you're doing your little combo, light, light, heavy, and then it's like, dinosaur attack? Like, 
Yeah, dinosaur attack! Of course! Why would I not press a button labeled dinosaur attack? Um, and then, yeah, it's got, like, you know, these, uh, these short, uh, you know, kind of, like, pursuit sections. I was gonna say race, but they're not a race. You're chasing down the Decepticons. Um, and yeah, you gotta do, like, uh, I'm trying to remember. It's not necessarily, like, obstacles. It's, it's interesting. It's kind of like there'll be a combination of, like, platforming slash, like, driving in whatever the city is that you're playing in. You gotta, like, you know, drive around some barricades and, like, you know, transform and hop up a building and then re-transform start driving again and if you're doing it as grimlock it just means running really fast like a dinosaur which is really funny because he also just gets to smash through all the barricades i'm telling you man this grimlock yeah he's my kind of guy <laughs> like the Dinobots, they're my kind of bots man they're a little bit lowbrow they're rowdy they're dumb but like you know they're really strong and they get the job done like you know you know in your heart of hearts grimlock's a good guy just because he doesn't speak with fucking proper uh, you know, grammar or diction. Doesn't mean he's a bad guy. He's just a dinosaur. He's just a little lowbrow. My kind of dude. Um, and yeah, the, you know, the game's cool. Uh, cell shaded G1 Transformers beat him up. You get to beat up some big ass Decepticons. I think like the, uh, you know, what's the thing that happens when all the Decepticons come together and build like the giant construction super robot oh, Devastator? Devastator. Yeah, pretty dope. That happens in this game. You get to fight Devastator. <laughs> uh, and you get to fight, like, Megatron, Starscream, obviously, Shockwave, Soundwave, um, you know. All, you know, you, you, it's just, you're playing the hits. You're, you're beating up the hits in a, in a dope-ass beat-em-up. And it's got um, a couple songs in the soundtrack. The theme and the credits are done by um, the guy that did the fucking, you know, You Got the Touch! From the fucking oh, Stan uh, Bush. from the original movie. Um, oh shit! Okay, maybe not that guy then. Shit. <laughs> um, At least Vince I think Stan Bush did them. Maybe he's the guy that. Maybe Stan Bush wrote the lyrics and this guy did the uh, yeah, did the fucking words or something. I, I you know I don't or the music. I, you know, shit. Uh, this was pitched to me as music from original movie composer Vince DiCola. So. Uh, well, I know he, I think he did, like, the original, like, the score and the, like, weird, trippy techno music, but I think Stan Bush did the song, The Touch. Damn. Okay. That, you know, that actually makes sense. Yeah, okay, he scored the film, did not do that song. Sorry. Uh, my mistake. Well, you know, coincidentally, the, uh, or I guess maybe then ironically, not coincidentally, ironically, the two songs that he contributes are really Stan Bush-esque. <laughs> like, the, the game's composed mostly by the Japanese Platinum Games team, but Vince DiCola jumps in there and does an opening and an intro, uh, opening and a credits music that sounds exactly like a Stan Bush song from Transformers. So, um, the game's cool. It's a love letter to old school Transformers. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I thought by now I would get eviscerated for this for it featuring dinosaur robots, not uh, actual dinosaurs. But uh, it seems that everybody's fine with this pick, so like, you know, how unexpected for me. I'm actually very... I'm even more upset with myself for not having played this game, because I'm looking at it and one of the playable characters is Sideswipe, who was yeah. my actual favorite Transformer as a kid, but really? like no one ever remembers Sideswipe. Like, wait, you could play... Fuck! I need to play this game! Yeah, man. 
uh, you know, who could forget Sideswipe? The the one that you're talking about. I mean, you know, what a memorable Transformers Sideswipe is. Uh, maybe refresh my memory. Which one was Sideswipe? <laughs> uh, he's a red Lamborghini. He has a missile launcher on his shoulder. And in the cartoon, he had like an ice beam. Okay. Yeah. No, that now that rings a bell. Yeah, that's dope. Um, yeah. You know, again, I'm sorry to, you know, uh, thinking about it. Sorry for even bringing this up. Because uh, you can't have it, David. <laughs> it's it's gone, man. <laughs> uh, you'll have to come down and visit me, or I'll have to visit you and bring my fucking PlayStation Four. And again, like, you know, I could take a nap while you beat this fucking game. <laughs> this is <laughs> this ain't a long game, baby. So yeah, I can just come hang out. We can all get together, and for a short time there, David can play uh, play some Sideswipe, some Transformers Devastation. It's uh, it's a good time, man. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. So cool. Um, this is, uh, this is less controversial than I thought it was. Transformers rules. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's, uh, that's all I can say about it. I feel like I've talked about this game about as long as I've played the game, so. Is, is Marlon Brando in it? God, he should be. I'm not sure why he should be. Well, he was he really in the first should. cartoon movie. Was he? I think you're thinking of Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Orson Marlon, I thought he was that dying planet. Orson yeah, Welles was Orson Unicron. Wells. Oh shit! Oh, okay. That's that's the funny final credit for uh, for Orson Welles. Orson oh, Welles no, died. Oh no! I'm thinking of fucking Superman's dad. My bad. Yeah, that that was Marlon Brando. It's okay. That's an honest mistake because it's you know two of the most ridiculous actors of all time, and one of them had to die immediately after making the Transformers movie. So yes, it was Orson Welles okay. in that case, was not Marlon the, Brando. Was he in this game? Uh, Unicron? No, I don't think so. This uh. This one sadly takes place pretty strictly in the confines of like Earth or whatever planet they're inhabiting. They're, you know, the planet does not get consumed, nor is it under threat of consumption. Megatron is ultimately the final enemy of this game. So, sadly, they couldn't get Orson Welles back to record those lines. <laughs> so, they could have just yeah. gotten Maurice LaMarche to do his Orson Welles imitation. That so is super true. You would end up fighting true. Unicron sounding like the brain. Yes. God, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Gee, Unicron, what are we going to do tonight? <laughs> the same thing we do every night, Megatron. Soon, Autobots, <laughs> I will destroy you all. Yes. There's a the cassette tape in it. Um, yeah, Soundwave's in it, and he shoots uh, shoots the little cassette tapes out of his chest to, you know, like have, make you fight those guys. Cool. I fucking love Soundwave. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and has always been cool. Um... But yeah, so anyway, uh, Johnny, let's uh, transform and roll out to the next game. Game 2.
gentlemen. This game is the first stereoscopic game released for the Mac. gentlemen uh who has their answers all right so um king jesse says nanosaur john harrington says nanosaur and john regan says nanosaur 2 i'm gonna call that a hat trick why would you wait i'm sorry that's not it on johnny papers Why are we calling it a hat trick if uh, two so of us maybe got the wrong answer? So the reason I'm calling this a hat trick is because this is Nanosaur 2. However, I played Nanosaur 1, and Nanosaur 1 only has one song. So I went with the sequel so I could play more than one song. Well done, David. So, but, wait, does that mean, was your trivia about Nanosaur or about Nanosaur 2? Uh, about Nanosaur 2. Okay, good. I was going to say, that would be fucked up. Yeah, because I would think that a second game in a series would not be the first game released for anything, but hey, what do I know? Especially about games released for the Mac. Uh, what in God's name would I know about that? Well, there's released for the Mac, and then there's released exclusively for the Mac. Like... Warcraft 2 was released for the Mac, but I'm pretty sure Nanosaur was released exclusively for the Mac. Mm, There's a big well difference observed, there. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, Nanosaur. Johnny, I know you've played it, because I've definitely played it with you. Uh, John and Jesse, have either of you played and or heard of this game? Oh, thank you for asking the right question, David. No. I <laughs> I was under the impression Max didn't have games. <laughs> so, um, no, the Mac did have games. Uh, this was one of them. And this game is about dinosaurs in the future who are trying to, like, repopulate the Earth. So there's a species called the Nanosaur that is stealing eggs to beam them back in time. So the first game you control the Nanosaur, in Nanosaur 2 you control a Pteranodon. Uh, what's interesting is both of them are equipped with guns. So it's like <laughs> a third-person sort of exploration game where you're going around collecting eggs and shooting other dinosaurs that get in your way. Hell. And wouldn't not going to lie... Wouldn't they want to, you know, make more dinosaurs too? Well, see, they think you're the bad guy because you're stealing their eggs, so you have to shoot them. And I got to lie, like... I didn't play a lot of PC games, I didn't play a lot of Mac games, computer games, but in the late 90s, early 2000s, a third-person exploration game where you're a dinosaur with a gun, that's something that I wanted to play. Yep, no, that sounds like a David game, all right. <laughs> so I, I do want to um, find... They've released Nanosaur, to, Nanosaur 2 on, like, iOS... Um, and I do kind of want to track that down and play it because apparently the sequel, there were more levels. Um, there were three different levels, each in different environments. And the first game, you had a time limit. And the second game gets rid of that completely. Um, and then also, as the Pteranodon, your main attack is just like a sonic screech. But then you can collect missile launchers and other weapons that you can use. So it sounds pretty fucking cool. Sounds cool, but how was it, David? I mean, seriously, you're the one that played this. Is this game worth a shit? If it came on every <laughs> iMac in our computer lab, was it really worth playing for anything besides the dinosaur thrills? I mean, I definitely remember having a good time with this game. However, this game also came out in 1998, so there's a good chance it has not aged well. Is it worth going to every local garage sale in your area and finding an old iMac with it on it? That's a good question. Well, I would say this game is, I would pay upwards of 10 to $15, which is what you can probably get an iMac at a garage sale for. So, <laughs> Disagree. Okay, one, at a, at a garage sale, they should be like, you, they should be happy that you're willing to take the iMac from them and get it off of their property. It's enormous, okay. yes. Yeah, you should not, you should pay $0 for an old iMac. And two end of list. I have no more passwords. I was going to say, you, you numbered that list, John. I don't know why I uh, numbered it. I love the idea of going to a garage sale and being like, listen, before I take this iMac, can I plug this thing in and make sure it's got Nanosaur? Uh, yeah, I'm not hauling it away if it doesn't. <laughs> no, get off, of, get off my fucking property. It's got bugs. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Get out. <laughs> See, I like the idea that I was saying, like, I would pay upwards of $10 for this game. And, Johnny, your counterpoint was, no, you should get this game for free. Right, yeah. With You're wrong computer. to pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Johnny's the iMac guy. He's I, probably not wrong about this. It's not that it's, like, a bad game or anything like that, but, like, it's just, it's whatever. It, it's what came on the iMac. It's nothing spectacular. Like, 
if it's if it's included with the iMac that you're buying, sure. But like, you shouldn't be paying spending money on old iMacs. You know what I mean? Just go to the garage and be like, yeah, I'll take this away from you. And the guy nobody but Johnny to- should be spending money on old iMacs. I mean, come yeah, on. And- I've spent a lot of money on old IMAX. Okay, I'm an expert on this. <laughs> Don't spend money on old IMAX. Well observed, John. Uh, now, you know what's the you know for us out there hunting for these old IMAX. What's the like? What's the best place to look for? Because I you know I still think those school surplus sales seem to be the best way to go. Oh yeah, uh, yeah yeah. You can go to publicsurplus.com, find a local school, and. Uh, like here's here's the trick though you they're probably to, just giving away a pallet of old IMAX if you come take it yeah but that's the thing if you win a pallet you have to take the whole pallet you can't just show up and take what you want and leave because I tried that and they wouldn't let me do it they said no 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 like we'll just relist this right now unless you go and get like a van and come take it all I was like oh shit nice. so I had to go back home and like get my mom's minivan and load it up with all the IMAX that's I mean, back then awesome. it wasn't IMAX. It was Performer 535s and 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 the Power Mac 5500s or whatever. John, you got one of those Macs from like my trip to the public surplus. Yeah, no, I, I appreciated that, man. That thing was cool. I played Number Muncher and shit. It was, uh, you know, good pickup. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta be ready to like take them all with you. You can't just show up and like dig through it and take the ones that look good. You gotta take them yeah. all. Exactly. So there's your lesson, David. Find the nanosaur in the pile of IMAX. Yeah, the whole pallet was like 50 bucks, and I, I got at least like three computers out of it. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty fun. If you got 50 bucks to blow, go buy a pallet of IMAX. <laughs> and then play nanosaur. That's, it's a fun game. I would like to yeah. nominate that for our episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Pallet of IMAX? No, the whole thing. If you have 50 bucks to blow, <laughs> go buy a pallet of IMAX. You know, when I edit the show, John, you come up with all these wild-ass titles, and then when you are left to edit the show, we end up with episodes titled August Absurdity Finale. So, you know, <laughs> why don't you think for a minute about uh, what you actually want to title the show? But, you know, wh- whatever, man. You're, you're very creative when uh, when you're not the one titling the show somehow. Um... <laughs> Anyway, great pick, David. Anything else on this uh, this nanosaur or uh, excuse me, nanosaur two hatchling? Um, I kind of wish they would bring the series back just because we need more games starring dinosaurs with weapons. Ain't it the truth, baby? Turok's not enough. You know, bring back Turok, bring back Nanosaur, uh, cross them over. Um, you know, put you know, can we get just like a like a video game universe of dinosaurs with weapons? Let's, uh, yes, let's have please. That. God, that's all I've yeah. wanted. David's been asking for years. He doesn't know who to write these letters to anymore. <laughs> Turok, Nanosaur, Adventure Island, all of the dinosaurs with weapons. Yes, exactly. Bingo. Game three.
in a distant land We're stuck on a whole different planet No peace looking at the sky Trouble's always all around So we stay quick with the guns and cannons Standing as long as we can Until we get all dolls up Then call our vets off We'll blow the guitar Dealing with lives messed up So this game uh, has nothing to do with like any of the other games that are close to being in this series. Um, it takes place on an uncharted planet uh, following Earth's destruction. And uh, so there are in a bunch of like different like escape ships. And one of the ships is called New Los Angeles.
Alright, let's see what you guys got. Johnny Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2. Really? Papers, please. Um, David, Ark Survival Evolved. Incorrect. And John, with the correct answer, Xenoblade Chronicles X. X gonna give it to you. So, hey, there was a dinosaur in that game? There's a, You can fight a bunch of dinosaurs. And this is a, a Mork's request. So... Give it to Mork. And, uh, um, I've actually played this game. It was on the Wii U. Um, at the time, I felt like it was a lot like, uh, uh, are you guys familiar with Shane Diesel? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to see context? how you tie these two together. <laughs> I'm not familiar with him personally. I'm familiar with his work. Okay, so I felt like this game was a lot like his penis. Um, it's just like Wait, really. Are we supposed to be familiar with his penis or him? Or is that I mean, the same thing? Usually, if you know him, you know his if penis. Johnny does obviously not know Shane Diesel. Like oh, Jesus, it's just like this unwieldy, just so big. It's a good thing that you're the king of the show now, man, because, man, if you know, anyone else tried to pull this comparison, I'd be pretty upset. <laughs> so, okay. Like, Xenoblade Chronicles X, it looks cool. It's got everything you want, but it's just so big and uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> like if like if you feel like, like, if you think about Shane Diesel's penis, like, imagine, like, that. I would say, <laughs> I would say... Like half, I would okay. Let's let's be generous. Half the women who you know uh, entertain us with him um, feel. I bet they're uncomfortable. Like it's just too big, and that's how I feel with Xenoblade Chronicles X. It's too big. There's too much stuff going on. Uh, it's just so expansive. Like like you walk out of the main town. And you're like, wow, I can go to all these places. Wow, I can go to all these places. And, like, mm -hmm. it's really hard to uh, get around because, you know, you'll see some enemies over there that you're like, okay, uh, I can fight those. But then, like, about 20 feet next to them, there's enemies that are, like, way higher level, looks like giant dinosaurs. And if you get too close to them, they'll fuck your shit up. So, like, it's just, I don't know. Maybe if they get a Twitch port of this game, um, not Twitch, uh, Switch, you know, I might re revisit it, but it's, you know, because it's got cool robots that you ride around in, like Gundams and stuff. Yeah. Which, which I'm all for that. But, like, it just, I got to a point where I was like, man, I'm not even a quarter through this game. And I've played for so long. And just that, exhausted. <laughs> and, and you left before you got to hear the uh, uh, yeah song. I heard enough of it. And, okay. Uh, That's yeah. the town theme. So anytime you're in town, you have to hear that fucking song over wow. and over okay. and over again. That's ill-advised. And I just, you know, I wanted to uh, uh, yeah, mute it. Dell was, <laughs> was so right when he mentioned that. 
And like, again, <laughs> if the game is just, it's just too big, way too big. It's Shane Diesel big. Yeah. And I hope that's the box quote for the Switch release that they did it for. I don't think they're going to make a Switch release because that's the thing. Uh, much like, uh, you know, the women that have to be involved with Shane Diesel's penis, uh, Wii U owners were not very enthusiastic about Xenoblade Chronicles X. Because, like, but it's too big, like, you can't even get a right blowjob because, you know, the mouth isn't, you know, too big. You know, it's just, come on. It's just... Um, well, you can lick it like the robots. You can lick the robots. Yeah. And you can lick the tip of the robot, but you can't fit the whole robot in your mouth. The game didn't sell well and was enormous, and so it would be difficult to... It, not that it would be, you know, be difficult to port it over, but it would be like porting over the biggest game possible for <laughs> not very much of an audience. Like That's true. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Like, it, I, I don't know. It's... Uh, I would like to play it because I did not play it. However, you know, I, like the thing that kept me from playing it really was unfortunately reading reviews about it. I'm like, oh no, that doesn't sound like something I've got time for. Like it, it sounded like it's got a lot of really cool stuff, great graphics, big mech suits, cool world. Um, but then it's like, it's still a grind fest RPG and you Too know, big. The learning, the learning curve is kind of high. I'm like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, you know, Maybe I don't. Uh, maybe that one's not on the docket for me. But um, yeah, it, it looked cool as shit, and yeah, I yeah, liked it back Shane in the Diesel's days. Shane Diesel's penis looks cool as shit, but it's just does, too fucking it, big. Yeah, because yeah, that's the thing. It's it's big. It's detailed. It looks mighty. It looks impressive. Like you feel like you, you could like control some people with it. It's got <laughs> like jets. It can fly around like a big robot. It's wait, got like energy wait, swords. Wait, wait, wait. The penis Things are bleeding together now. We're, ta oh, we're shit. talking about the, the mech suits are Shane Diesel here. Blade Chronicles XXX. That's oh, what I'm God. Sorry, oh, Shane Diesel. I would love a penis that can that can control people and has jets. I mean, if, I, if you've ever seen the way women look at it, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, God. And then this when it, you know. I can't wait for the next free play jingle just to hear. I mean, it looked cool as shit. Yeah, Shane Diesel's penis looks cool as shit. We need a screen cap of John face palming right now because it's quite a good face palm. It's not that good. Man, how come he's the only one that gets cool faces on the Discord? Fuck all that. Fucking, you know, make better faces, you guys. What the fuck? So let me screen cap Fair my point. dog and make that in a moat. We'll, we'll make that in a moat. <laughs> No one likes your dog, John. What? Disagree. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's fucked whoa. up. Just going to put it out there. That dog, much like Shane Diesel's penis, it's a bit much. Eh. <laughs> okay, I kind of wish you hadn't gone with the Shane Diesel comparison, because I was about to say, it's like, I find John's dog adorable, and I just want to hug it all the time. <laughs> like Shane Diesel's penis. <laughs> Give it a kiss, David. Because <laughs> yeah. that's all you can fit in your mouth is just a kiss, you know? Yeah, just a kiss from that dog. Mm. Just, you know, let that dog boop you right on the lips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all over your face, neck, and chest. <laughs> anyway, man. This, so uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. <laughs> Jesse, you're lucky you're king of the show, man. Because, you know, my God. If Johnny attempted to pull some shit like that, that, uh, whew, that was an unexpected comparison. And it didn't go away. It wasn't like you know just a one-off. That that tainted the whole conversation. 
Yeah. So, Tank. yeah. Yeah, I said it, John. Come on, man. Johnny, you gotta fucking hang. You gotta hang lampshades on fucking everything, man. Like Shane Diesel's penis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it can hold a lampshade. Jesus. It can hold a fucking lamp store. <laughs> it is a fucking lamp store. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, no, it seems like a cool game that probably is not going to see, uh, you know, Switch release. So. Yeah, it's one of the few remaining Wii U exclusives. The one, you know, the true Wii U exclusives. Uh, yeah, and, and like I'd like to play it, but at the same time, you know, from everything I've heard about the like the Zeno series in general, it's like uh, you know, not uh, not your speed. You want you want a game you can play for six hours? You can't play this game's fucking intro in six hours. <laughs> like, so you know, oh crap. I don't know what to do, whether I should ever get into this series or not, despite it being very appealing to me, you know, uh, aesthetics-wise and music-wise. Even, you know, I have a taste for games with bad music. This game could have a shitty-ass soundtrack. It still could be very intriguing and have some very interesting bangers on it. And I want to know about it. You know, especially if it involves a game in which you get to ride around giant mech suits and fight dinosaurs. That sounds fucking cool. It does. But... Yeah, you know, it just, uh, it, it all seems a bit much, so. And it's stuck on a system that I literally can't do anything with. My Wii U gamepad is dead as disco, so it's, uh, I, I cannot play that system anymore. Did, did the game use the gamepad in any way, or was it just a oh, just big RPG for the for the system? I don't think it used it in any kind of, like, great way. Yeah. Maybe a came map. Out, Maybe a came map. out in 2015. I feel like by then they just abandoned all gamepad support. They were just fucking in trouble. <laughs> so it's like, uh, just put the game out. You know, we really need something that's going to sell people on this system. Xenoblade Chronicles will surely save our failing system, won't it? Oh, it didn't. Dang. Um, it's a damn shame. Because uh, yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen this, much like the Wii U, be successful. Um, you know, the Wii U was cool, and then it wasn't, uh, and it's, it's not. Very weird. So yeah, it, it was a weird time, much like Shane Diesel's penis. The <laughs> <Yeah>. Wii U <laughs> was a very weird system, and I have mixed feelings about. It. I always kind of liked that he did look vaguely like Vin Diesel. What? No, was that no? I, if anything, his name is a reference to Shaq Diesel. He doesn't. He doesn't look a thing like Shaq. He just, you know, he's a big black guy. He doesn't look like Vin Diesel. He's no, he does look black. a little. He does look a little like Vin Diesel. I don't. I, I thought the Diesel was just like a reference to Diesel power and strong. Of course it is, David. That's why it's a very odd thing to compare this man to Vin Diesel. I could Besides... explore his thing was he looked this like you know like uh, wow a CVS version of Vin Diesel. We're discovering some interesting things that Jesse has made up as hand cannon on tonight's show. Like, Shane Diesel is supposed to be Vin Diesel? No, I don't think that's the case. Well, not the all. Vin Diesel. He's Shane Diesel, but, you know, maybe they're cousins. He's Vin Diesel, but with Xenoblade Chronicles X in his pants. Exactly. He's got a big old mech suit down big there. Big Wii U. Yeah, okay. You know, we'll talk more about porn stars that actually look like the people they're trying to rip off, uh, probably in the post show. But in the meantime, Jesse, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sir, um, yeah, if there's nothing else, I think maybe we should move. Yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> Game four.
All right, guys. So when you uh, lose in this game, you're presented with the, the you know stop or continue screen. One of the big baddies holds a gun point blank to your head. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to your face in a first person sh uh, view. Um, and should you choose to not continue, you eat lead. With the game is saying, "Eat lead, baby." Alright guys, let's uh, see some answers. Alright, so I think we have a hat trick because everyone just wrote Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, which is correct. This is Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, which was also suggested by Tasty Karma on our uh, Discord. But I chose this independently because uh, we talked about it last week and I wanted to do it.
So this is Kallax. No kidding. And dinosaurs. Yeah. For the arcade. Mm-hmm. Tell us all you know about it, John. I know it's based on the TV series, which is based on a comic book series. So there's the game, Kallax the Dinosaurs, based on the cartoon, Kallax the Dinosaurs. And the cartoon is based on Xenozoic Tales, or Xenozoic Stories, something like that. Um, whoa, whoa. Are you saying this game's part of the Xeno series? Y yes. Oh, shit. Dude, no way. I didn't know Cadillacs and Dinosaurs shared a common, uh, you know, common ancestor with Xenoblade Chronicles. That's uh, that's fascinating, man. It no, makes perfect sense, too. I don't think that's right. Um, Can't tell me that's not right, though, because you don't know anything about this game, John. What I do know is that um, the humans are bad guys. The dinosaurs are neutral. The dinosaurs will, will attack whoever. Um, hmm. So you can, as you play through this beat em up, get the dinosaurs to attack, you know, like boss characters and bad guys and things like that, which is kind of cool. Um, they will attack you, though, because like, they don't give a shit. But I enjoy games. I, like, I've always enjoyed games with, like, in monster fighting. Uh, like in Doom, I love it when like a monster actually hits another and they start fucking each other up. Like, okay, cool, I'll just sit here and wait. <laughs> you know, uh, right. same thing with it's this game. It's fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, same thing with this game. You get to a level and like, you know, a guy accidentally hits a dinosaur. The dinosaur starts attacking him. You're like, okay, sweet, I'll just chill for a second here, let this play out, and then jump in when my time is right. Yes. Yeah, there are Kallax in this game as well as dinosaurs. Um. That was going to be my question. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in the first couple, like, I think of the second stage, the Kallax serves as a uh, transition element. Like, it brings you to the stage. But there is a stage where you're driving the Kallax and dodging things, you know, kind of level. That's dope. Yeah, the stage has pretty sweet transitions. That's one of the first things I noticed about it. Because uh, it opens with you, like, on a rooftop. And you, like, punch your way through a door to get into a building. And then you get go through the building for a little bit. And then, like, you jump out a window at the end of that level and I was like god damn <laughs> like every transition element here is like pretty fucking sweet like this is great um there's four players you can choose between um there's like your you know all round player there's a player that's skilled in like you know being fast there's a player that's all about having like neat skills and there's a player that's all about power and um you can have up to three players on a single cabinet, which is pretty interesting. I don't know why they didn't go for four, because there's four characters, but, you know, three. And hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a Capcom game. It's got it's got that interesting, like, the, 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 the soundtrack sounds very similar to, like, Mega Man X2 or X3 kind of sound, you know? Like, now, why is that, John? It's got that same, like... It's not the Mega Man X1 sound, because I don't know who worked on Mega Man X3, and I don't know who worked on this game, to be honest. Um, so there's no oh, proposal listed. Oh, there is. I'm sorry. There 100% is. <laughs> yeah. Isao Abe and... Sion Isao Abe. Isao Abe. And who's the other guy, John? Jesus, John. Uh, I wasn't even looking. Uh, Sion Nishigaki. Okay. And did they work on... Mega Man X3. I don't. I honestly did not look that up. No, they did okay. not. Okay. That's all right though, John. They sound like Capcom guys. The music sounds like Capcom music. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Capcom music. It's got that. I mean, it's honestly that 
that third song that I played, you could pop that anywhere in the Mega Man X3 and be like, yeah, it sounds like it fits. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Right. It sounds like Capcom music because this is a Capcom game. <laughs> yes. Go on, David. <laughs> no, it was just like, you know, it, it's really got that distinct Capcom sound. It's like, yeah, because it was made by Capcom. It's a Capcom SNES beat-em-up. Like, of course it sounds like a Super Nintendo Capcom game. Yeah, it's, like I said, though, like, like Mega Man X1 to me sounds very different from Mega Man X3, and this sounds more like X3 than X1, right? Like, it's, I you can tell it's Capcom, but it's not quite the same team within Capcom. You know, that that's what I'm kind of getting at here. That's kind of the beauty of Capcom's stable of composers, is they had a distinct sound and a set of sounds they worked with, and then used many different composers that you know use those sounds in various ways. So yeah, they all have a distinctly 90s Capcom arcade SNES type sound, but can be you know it could be any number of these composers that Capcom had in their thing. And so uh, yeah, John, you're you're dancing around like a point about Capcom sound here. <laughs> so this game has a lot of elements that I do like in a beat em up. Um, I think I've told you guys before, one of my favorite things at beat-em-ups is when you could take, like, an enemy's weapons or, or vehicles, things like that. And yes. uh, in this game, um, I think it was, like, the level 2 boss. It's, like, a big guy that shows up with two swords. And as soon as you, like, give him a good kick to the chest, he drops one, and you could take it and beat him up with his own sword, right? And that, it's not like a sword that shows up all over the game. Like, it's a unique weapon, you know, for that boss. You can steal it beat his own ass with it and i i've always enjoyed that kind of thing in the game like a lot uh there's guns in this game you get to grab shotguns and handguns and like shoot enemies with them which definitely sets this apart from games like say final fight because i don't recall any gun playing final fight games no correct, correct me if i'm wrong am i wrong i don't even think that the final boss used a gun i think uh, i think the final boss in final fight maybe shot you with like a crossbow or something yeah um so, so on top yeah. of throwing knives, you know, and, and other like standard kind of things, you get a shotgun, just get to blast guys away with it. And it's it's pretty sweet. Like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've oh. always just th oh, go for it, John. You're did about I to say to, something. Did I get to talk about about the part where you beat up dinosaurs? Because again, like you'll You mentioned it. You'll run into them and they, like they're a neutral character that will fight whoever, but like you can beat them up and get them to leave. So, like, I think the first, like, mini-boss, he's got a dinosaur on a chain, and you show up, and you're like, hey, man, like, let that dinosaur go, and they're like, fuck you, and, um, you beat his ass, you beat the dinosaur's ass, and being a dinosaur's ass is kind of sweet. Even when they're on a chain, and they've been subjugated, John? Well, no, so, no, 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 so in the, in yeah. the game, the dinosaur gets released from the chain, he gets sicked on you kind of situation, it's not... Sorry, like I, I skipped a step there where they say like, "Hey, sick him, right?" And, uh -huh. and so you kind of have to beat up the dinosaur. You saying you would kill someone else's dog if it was attacking you, John? No, well, uh, I mean, yeah, you advocating uh, dog murder here, John? <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so are dinosaurs like pet dogs? Like, is the dinosaur in this world? Them? It seems they are. <laughs> have you ever seen the have Flintstones? We, I was gonna say, have we not watched the Flintstones movie? Mm-hmm. There is a level in the game where a dinosaur has a gun. 
and you have to <laughs> <laughs> like the dinosaur has a gun and is shooting you. Uh huh. Well, in that case, yeah, you should kill that dinosaur. <laughs> which, which goes back to my point that more games should have dinosaurs with guns. Yeah, add this to the multiverse, man. The dinosaur gun multiverse. Oh, God. Um, yeah, no, I've always just thought this game was like a fucking punchline because of the title. I didn't realize that this was, like, based on anything. All right, see you, David. Um, like, the fact that this was based on, like, a short-lived cartoon series is just wild to me. And then there was a, you know, there was a comic before that. It was just like, wait, it was all these things? Good. Yeah, so Good yeah, for the, that. Com the comic ran over, like, 14 years and, and, like, left in the middle of the story arc. Um, the cartoon ran for one season. The cartoon was created by D'Souza Productions, run by Stephen E. D'Souza, which uh, is fucking wild to me. That guy was really on his way out of Hollywood relevant, uh, uh, relevance at this point. He had, like, written Die Hard and 48 Hours and uh, fucking, you know, like, Commando. And then in 1993, he, I guess, financed and produced Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, the cartoon series. And then in 1994, wrote and directed Street Fighter. So, like, that guy was burning out bright, man. <laughs> like, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty good. I, I, I'm fascinated by this uh, Stephen E. D'Souza. What a, what a fucking character he was. Um, but, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say, to bring it completely full circle, you know what other 1994 film Stephen E. D'Souza helped write? The Flintstones movie. Oh, he was one of the fucking guys. Oh, yeah. There were so many writers on that one, I forgot that uh, <laughs> I forgot that he was uh, in, in that mix. But yeah, you know, the guy knew his dinosaurs, he knew his vehicles. He was like, you know, I want to see this up on small screen, then I want to see a little something on the big screen. He was committed to... You know, to dinosaurs and uh, and Cadillacs uh, at various uh, levels of uh, of media. Uh, you know, he was really going on all fronts: video games, movies, TV. You know, guy was a jack of all trades. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, Johnny, excellent pick. You know, what a what a fun beat 'em up that I think we should uh, you know all of us play at some point together. I mean, I guess we can't all play. It's a three player game, so you know we'll kick one of us out. And uh, the other three get to play Cadillacs and Dinosaurs together, while the other one, I don't know, watches. It's just sad that they wouldn't make it a four-player beat-em-up. It could have been a super classic. But, you know, you know, great pick, man. Great soundtrack. No, see, uh, that's what we do. You three play Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. I'll go beat Transformers, you know, Destruction, and we're set. Bingo. Yes. David, you know, David sits there and nitpicks why this isn't realistic dinosaur action and then realizes his time would be better spent beating Transformers Devastation. I'm pretty in favor of that. That sounds really on brand for us. Um, hell yeah, Johnny. So, uh, you know, I think uh, if there's nothing else, man, we should probably keep it going. Game five.
So this game features three playable dinosaurs. Um, one is a Tyrannosaurus that dresses like the Terminator. Um, the other one is a Triceratops who wears a Hawaiian shirt 
and the other is a one-eyed stegosaurus. Let's see some answers. What? Johnny drew a face, you, I guess. What even is that, John? A Nike symbol. <laughs> papers. And, uh, yeah. David and John both get the correct answer with dinosaurs for hire. <laughs> Hell yeah, dinosaurs for hire. Um, this is based on a comic book that I've never read and uh <laughs> seems to be a recurring theme tonight yeah but it it's a pretty cool Genesis game it's kind of like Contra um but not as difficult at least the at least the early stages um you run around as you know one of the dinosaurs I mentioned and um you have you know guns and you can get like spread guns and whatnot. um it 
it's it's cool because at the very beginning you fight this really giant dinosaur and then once you beat it the credits roll and you're like what <laughs> is the game already over and then like the pterodactyl shows up and he's like yeah this game isn't over yet uh you still got a whole bunch more to go <laughs> and you're like oh, oh that's okay. funny <laughs> so it's like it's very tongue-in-cheek um like the second level is in like the sewer and you fight a bunch of like cockroaches and ninjas on skateboards and stuff it's it's very 90s hell yeah yeah i, I love it like say like a slightly less punishing contra starring dinosaurs i'm like oh uh, yeah count me all the way in on that that sounds fucking great yeah yeah um i was looking at the box and it's got you know pretty good uh you know if not the tagline it should be dino dudes with major attitudes like, <laughs> hell yeah much. that's all i'm looking for baby <laughs> i've i never played this game but i definitely remember either seeing it or seeing the comic because as soon as you said like oh a triceratops with a hawaiian shirt it's like i know that picture why do i know that it's like fuck i forgot this was a thing Mm-hmm. there's a nice nostalgia flashback thank you jesse no, honestly, this game looks dope, and uh, yeah, I, I would like to play something like this. I, I like the uh, the '90s tood. It's uh, a lot of it. Know, it's brimming with it, baby. Um, and so, Jesse, you haven't read the comic series? No, I have not. Uh, is, I was gonna say because you know, when I when I hear dinosaurs for hire, I'm thinking heroes for hire, and I want to know if this has anything to do, even you know, passingly with like iron fist and luke cage um well uh originally it was on malibu comics and eternity comics but it is currently owned by marvel right now so maybe so it could come back maybe <laughs> man that would be a great addition to the mcu is uh you know next phase like post credit scene for like I don't dinosaurs know. Shang-Chi or some shit the dinosaurs for hire show up um yeah I, I'd be more into that than the current iterations of Luke Cage and Iron Fist showed up quite frankly yeah it'd be pretty good um but yeah man what a uh, I mean Luke Cage was cool Iron Fist was not yeah Luke Cage was coolish. you know I, I honestly yeah I, I wanted to like it a lot more than I did uh you know I like the actor he can keep playing Luke Cage but, uh, you know, they need to break him out of the uh, the Netflix Luke Cage mold. You know, that, that shit was just okay. In my That's just me. Um, but I would watch uh, I would watch that, you know, that guy, whatever his name is, that plays Luke Cage, interacting with dinosaurs in leather jackets and Hawaiian shirts with a straight face, preferably. Like, I, I think it would be, uh, be pretty good. Make it not tongue-in-cheek. Make it just, you know, play it straight. That's what you gotta do to get these guys uh, over to a modern audience. Or maybe don't play it straight and play it like Deadpool style. Maybe make the dinosaurs for hire totally self-aware and annoying as shit. Uh, you know, I honestly don't know which one uh, which one's the right way to go. Maybe a little from column A and a little from column B. That's what I'm talking about. See, I think maybe they should go, like, a Howard the Duck route, and yes. they should just have mercenary dinosaurs and just not really explain it. Like, oh yeah, he's a Triceratops. Oh, alright, so, um, are we hitting up to, you know, Central Park or what? Like, 
Yeah, honestly, it, it worked pretty well for for Guardians of the Galaxy. People seem to really accept Rocket Raccoon in a hurry, so maybe we don't need to explain why these dinosaurs are here. <laughs> like, just, you know, maybe we'll just eat up uh, whatever Marvel sends our way. I don't know. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, one way to one way to find out, make the fucking movie. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, Jesse, a great pick, man. Uh, anything else on uh, on these dinosaurs for hire, or your disdain for John Regan? Um, I do think Johnny should probably use the papers one more time. So Johnny, uh, you know, use the papers as you send us over to the calculating computer, please. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, boops. Damn it, John. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Hell yeah. That's right, guys. When the stakes are low, you can count on me for a meaningless win. Uh, you know, a week late, I pull out the fantastic performance and fantastic victory. What do you know? Unbelievable. You know, I'm everybody's favorite mid-carder here on GTT. Um, you know, what a what a win on tonight's uh, fantastic dinosaur episode. You know, great, uh, great, great game. Man. Uh, a lot of fun, guys. Not you, John. But uh, Jesse and David, it was a lot of fun. Um... And so I had a theme in mind for the next uh, the next episode. Um, I, w- I wanted to go kind of broad with it because you know I was picking my game tonight and I'm thinking like, man, Transformers is fucking dope. And you know what else was dope? The 1980s, because that's when it ha- that's when Transformers came out. And so I want to make next week's theme the 80s, and that can mean any number of things. It can mean the game was made in the 80s. It could be that the game takes place in the 80s. It could be based on something that came out in the 80s. Or it can be uh, just something that reminds you of the fucking 80s. If it's got that 80s vibe, if you can justify it, I want it. So, yep, game that tune. Episode 215 is going to be all about the 80s. Uh, a decade that I think people have a little bit too much nostalgia for. So maybe we can uh, just have some fun with that. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, you know, sound good? It, you know, is there a weird delay going on here at the end of the episode? Everybody's gotten really quiet in this last discussion. Uh, I, I'm worried that, like, something's wrong here. I know David so, has a delay, for sure. David's lagging like crazy. Johnny's trashed. I was say, I feel like I'm delayed. And Jesse is just, you know, upset. So it's, I just, you know, want to make sure we're, uh, we're okay as we take it home. I want to specify by the 80s, you mean the 1980s, right? Not, not, not the 1880s. I literally said the 1980s! <laughs> okay. Damn I, it! I am trash. So yeah, you are, John. For God's sakes, Johnny, drink water. Oh, I love Whew. games from the 1680s. Seriously, John, give <laughs> the dog your keys before you fucking drive your drunk ass to Taco Bell. What the fuck? Um, Let the dog anyway. drive you. Yeah, exactly. I trust that dog so much more than you, and I don't even like your dog, John. Um, God, that's such a weird take. <laughs> doubling down on that. See, yeah, you'd look back at your dog for, like, a knowing look. It ain't even there, John. It's a pain uh, in you. Yeah. Big twist. You don't even own a dog. Uh, it was David the whole time! <laughs> yeah. It was me, John! <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, yeah, great, uh, you know, great theme coming up next week. Great game tonight. Thanks everybody so much for watching and listening. Uh, we're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Uh, you know, we're in your podcast device on Tuesday mornings. Give us a rating, uh, review, subscribe. Uh, you know, tell your friends, share Game That Tune with them. We uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out Patreon.com/GameThatTune. It's the home for our awesome exclusives. We've got covered up. We've got mixtapes. We've got movie commentaries coming back. We got GTT gems, which we're gonna get caught up on here in the next uh, next little bit. Uh, we got a lot of fun, and we appreciate you guys supporting us over there. Patreon special thanks to the Patreon super fan tier producers: Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Chrono, uh, Taylor Weiss, Sam L, and Mork. All fantastic fellows. Oh, and Tyler Tedesco. Excuse me, I almost left him off. Tyler Tedesco and Mork, last but not least. Uh, you know, fantastic group of people over there supporting us at Patreon. Uh, thank you all so much for that. Um, thank you to uh, Jesse. Remind us who made the request tonight. It was Mork. It was Mork. Last but not least, Mork. Um, thank you, Mork, for the request. Fantastic request. And he made his request via Discord. You can also send us your requests, uh, gamethattune at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune uh, with those requests. Or you can find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfdfleming. And you can find uh, Mr. Jesse Moore, the king of the show, uh, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, guys. Um, so anybody watching on Twitch, stick around. We're going to do some kind of Twitch raid. And uh, everybody else, we're going out with bonus tunes. Um, we got 80s nostalgia coming on next week's episode. So I wanted to do some 80s uh, nostalgia from the Transformers Devastation soundtrack to uh, take us home. So this is the theme to Transformers Devastation Apparently not done by Stan Bush, but, you know, it, it sounds a lot like Stan Bush. So peace out, everybody.
Jurassic Park is copyright 1993 Ocean Software and Universal Interactive. Transformers Devastation is copyright 2015 Platinum Games Incorporated and Activision Publishing Incorporated. Nanosaur 2 Hatchling is copyright 2004 Pangea Software. Xenoblade Chronicles X is copyright 2015 Monolith Soft Incorporated and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Cadillacs and Dinosaurs is copyright 1993 Capcom Company Limited. Dinosaurs for Hire is copyright 1993 Malibu Interactive and Sega Games Company Limited. Of course. Everyone else is um, just quiet because Johnny's taking I mean, his shirt off. Yeah. Why is Johnny taking his shirt off? What's going on, man? He's stealing your gimmick. Don't fucking talk over me again, you piece of shit. I don't want to, like, sow doubt and division in our community, but it seems like they're not respecting you as the king. No more intro? <laughs> the theme tonight is games with dinosaurs!